Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Shady Boots Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's episode, I'll be giving you a recap of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 3, titled The Great Outdoors. On today's episode, the remaining queens snuggled up on the runway in freshly made garments constructed from sleeping bags and blankets in a dreaded, unconventional material sewing challenge. At the end of last week's episode, just to give you all a you know, little heads up if you're kind of skipping podcast episodes, I don't know what you're doing. Um, anyways, just to get you caught up, last week RuPaul asked Victoria Scone to exit the stage and seek medical professional um, to kind of see a doctor about her knee injury that she incurred. And so this episode, we are dying to see what happens. Uh, the request did put Victoria's spot in the competition in jeopardy. And so when the Queens retired backstage to decompress after the elimination, no one knew what to expect. Victoria explained that her knee is in pain, but acknowledged that being able to prove the validity of her drag has been worth it already. The next morning, Rue arrived, as always, to deliver the good news about this week's challenge. However, this time, he did come with some bad news first. Rue did disclose that based on her medical evaluation, Victoria was not cleared to return and thus would not be joining them in the rest of this competition. The news was greeted with sadness by the entire cast and the Twitterverse and the Instagramverse and the Facebookverse. All of us were so heartbroken with this, but I have to say I did see it coming. Um, see season with Eureka on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, Victoria, she wasn't cleared. Uh, you know, everyone was sad. Rue did suggest that it probably wouldn't be the last time we see Victoria. Maybe her coming to a season floor, uh, season four? I think so. <laughs> In the spirit of the show going on, Rue presented the latest mini-challenge. This week, he asked the queens to present a live butch drag profile for the new social media app for Find Her. Costumed as straight men, the queens described themselves in profile terms using gags like fake bulges, vulgar expressions, and some very weird, awkward, high-pitched voices. The performance that Rue enjoyed the most in this mini-challenge was Scarlet Harlot's Angry Men energy. And so she was declared the winner of this week's mini-challenge. With a very clear front runner already in their ranks, the queens were eager for a new challenge that would hopefully show that there's something Crystal can't do. Girl, they are coming for her blood. Like I said, episode one, I was like, mm, for her. Episode two, I was like, okay, Crystal, I see you, girl. But we're going to see as the season unfolds if she is just that look queen that the everyone is assuming she is. So well, that's going to be interesting. And I guess the queens were already kind of anxiously waiting for this challenge to see like is this the challenge where she stumbles um so the garment construction thing you know everyone's kind of like it's up in the air so anyways rue explains that for this week's maxi challenge they'd be donning two campy looks on the runway one in a quote happy camper category that is a fun drag look for walking in nature and a second in a quote campfire couture a category that they make on-site using the unconventional materials associated with outdoor camping. 
as the mini-challenge winner, Scarlet, got a 15-second head start in claiming materials for, for her couture construction. As the queens began planning their new looks, we got a clearer sense of what they had to work with. There were like things like picnic tablecloths, sleep, sleeping bags, tents, umbrellas, pads, fake plants. It was a mess, girl. The main concern in the workroom was the division between the girls who can sew and the ones who had no clue how to make clothes. I really don't want to harp on this too much because it drives me up the fucking wall that these girls come on Drag Race again, like I said in every episode almost. Like, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but guys, it drives me fucking crazy. If you are a drag queen or king or whatever you are, a drag artist out there, and you are don't know how to sew, do not apply for fucking RuPaul's Drag Race until you get some fucking lessons. Watch a YouTube video. Holy fuck. I, I cannot. Anyways, let's get back to this recap, y'all. <laughs> to help set some of them on a safe course, Ru came back with the Raven for a Quick check-in with each queen. Katie Scott Claus, Ella Vade, and Vanity were all very open about their lack of experience making clothes, and Charity Kay said that this challenge is right up her alley as an avid festival camper and a strong seamstress. But with Emmy winner Raven on deck, the queens also took the opportunity to get some makeup tips while they could, gaining some advice on nose contouring, minimizing grease, and how to reduce squareness in their bone structure. Because it's all about the illusions. We want to get those faces painted, okay? And Raven is the queen of painted. And this is not a plug or paid advertisement for her new show, Painted with Raven. So, anyways. <laughs> As the strongest in the room, Charity, River Medway, and Veronica Green became hotspots for advice from the other girls. Crystal came to River, but River was concerned on using her time for herself rather than giving too much time to help someone else. Um, while helping Kitty, Charity opened up about a night from her past where she was taken advantage of and, contract and contracted multiple STIs, including HIV. She took the opportunity to discuss the stigma of being HIV positive and how its negativity how it's like negatively impacted her ability to escape feelings of loneliness and being in a healthy relationship. As we often hear with drag queens, Charity said that finding drag was a way of finding her own vulnerability and excitement again after a very dark period in her life. Um, I applaud these queens that come out here and, you know, they definitely um, show that being HIV positive is not the end of the world like it used to be, you know, with the right measures and medications. It is okay. We need to end that stigma. And unfortunately, you know, it's just one of those things that people are just like so close-minded about. And um, I applaud these queens. You know, there's been elder queens on the shows that have opened up about their status, and I just applaud them very much so. So, um, you know, kudos to her for uh, sharing that information with not only her her fellow sisters, but with the world, really. The next day, the queens had only a short amount of time to finish their looks and prepare for the runway presentation. It was immediately clear that River and Veronica might be in trouble despite being two of the top 
you know, strongest sewers. River was very unhappy with her look from the previous day and so had started a completely new one later in the day. Having helped so many other queens on their own looks, Veronica fell behind schedule on her own, which was originally an over-ambitious idea to begin with. Having used up a ton of Veronica's advice, Crystal seemed to be in good shape, even though Scarlet and Kitty thought it looked like a human bacteria. Uh, same girl. I was like, okay, what in the hell is this? Like, this girl's walking coronavirus. Like, okay, whatever. But, like, the whole, like, like, I understand wanting to help a sister out. Like, I get it. But, like, bitch, this is a competition. Like, no, ma'am. I'm here for the fucking crown. Like, I'm gonna sabotage you. Like, we could be sisters after the season airs. Like, no. We're not my friend right now. Like, we can be buddy-buddy, but, girl, I'm not helping you. If you don't know how to sew, mm, good luck hot-gluing. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that would just be my own, like, personal opinion. But anyways, no one asked me. <laughs> On the main stage this week, Rue was joined by Michelle Passage, Graham Norton, and this week's guest judge, Nicola Cullen. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 Bring it to the runway. Bring it to the runway. Bring it to the, bring it to the category. What's happening with all the drag queens? I, no one should have won. Like, although, okay, so like, I want to talk about Chris's look. Although it looked fucking nice and it was very constructed and it was put together, the whole pointy look, it's been done a million times. This is our, we're in episode three and I'm like, girl, I already know you. Like, this is what I expect. Like, like, what? Okay. I need someone out there in this fucking RuPaul universe to explain to me what in the motherfuck is really fucking happening. Because these bitches are not it. They, none of these queens could ever compete or should ever compete. Right now, as I'm recording this, we're like in the top four. And let me tell y'all, when, when we get there and my recaps... That's all I can say. Let's just move on to the critiques. Based on their two looks, Rue declared the names of the safe queens, Kitty, River, and Charity. The remaining six were left to hear critiques from the judges as the tops and bottoms of the week. Crystal was once again called brilliant for embodying her characters and for looking stunning on the runway, but Graham urged her to surprise rather than remain on par. Same, Graham. Bring that fucking energy. I wish everyone else would just not let her get by because she's fucking pretty. Ugh. Teresa's door look confused the judges because it was actually supposed to be a rock climber, and they were also disappointed with her second look because it wasn't as creative as the rest of the girls. To be fair, it's like the bar is like down here, and she was like below them. It was like fucking horrible. Michelle thought that Scarlett was too cosplay in her first look, but all the judges agreed that her second look was incredible and elegant. Okay. Graham and Michelle disagreed about Vanity's first look, but everyone pretty much liked the orange rope look despite poor construction and something to desire from her makeup. I thought it was a busted ass fucking horrible look whenever the judges were like, yes, like, I'm um, no. What? I am in the fucking Twilight Zone. That is a busted ass look. She had a lot of fucking nerve. Hot gluing a fucking rope to your fucking... Oh my god. 
okay, 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 whatever. They're the professionals, I guess. Whatever that that y'all, I'm fucking heated. Like these, I don't know what is happening in RuPaul's Drag Race, but they need to get together, honey. They need to because mm, this is not it. They are not giving me. Um, Nicole Nicola really liked Ella's first look. And while Michelle really liked both of them, she thinks that she lacks clarity on who Ella really is as a queen. I'm like, girl, it's episode three. Calm down, Michelle. Uh, Veronica took the biggest hits for both of her looks because the stories being told by them were unclear, and the second look was especially distracting in the oversizing of it. Graham asked her why such a joyous concept of a butterfly should appear so dark, and so then Veronica went on to explain that she had a dark year of depression and she wanted to inspire people by showing that you can escape from that. I got that. Like, I thought it was a pretty look. Uh, was a couture? No. But were, were any of them couture? Ooh, no. None of my opinion. Okay. No. I would boot toot. Like, I would. No. None of them get toots. They're all boots. Like, I don't like any of them. Backstage, the safe queens were happy to be, you know, safe, but were equally surprised that Charity was not among the top in contention for the win. Sure enough, Charity was not ready to hear that Crystal got so much praise and asked her straight up if she thinks she deserves another win, considering how much help she got from the other queens. I was like, yes, fucking ma'am, put her on blast. But that wasn't the only shade thrown, though. Vanity was not shy about saying that she made something couture while Scarlet designed a look that could be bought off the rack. Bitch, you hot glued a rope? That's good. Oh, the nerve, y'all. The audacity of it all. I couldn't even begin to tell y'all how disgusted these looks are making me. After further deliberation with the other judges, Rue announced this week's winner. It is Scarlet Harlot that left Crystal just shy of a third win for herself and Ella with her first top placement so far. In the bottom three this week, Teresa was was the one to join Crystal and Ella as safe, leaving Vanity and Veronica to lip sync for their life. They battled to the bounty track, I've Got the Music in Me, by the Kiki D Band, Vanity got off to a strong start with splits and a physically emotive performance while Veronica fell behind and then made the poor decision of performing literally right behind Vanity for too much of the song. I was like, bitch, you're going home. It was it was bad. Both out of breath from giving it, quote, their all, I guess, uh, Rue Ru had to choose someone and he chose Vanity once again meaning that Veronica made an early exit from the competition. Only after three episodes. Oh, bitch. Mm -mm. It was this episode. I Okay. I honestly love Drag Race. That's why I started the podcast, because of Drag Race and Legendary and the drag culture. And I'm like, I love it. I'm like I'm excited to talk about it, but I'm like maybe I shouldn't have talked about Drag Race UK because these bitches are not it. They're not it. I like as we go in, and I'm speaking as we re I record these episodes of the recaps. As of right now, episode three, these bitches are not it. Will one of them surprise me or you as a listener? Maybe, and I'm going to tell you who when that happens. But 
right now recording episode three, bitch, no. They cannot we can recast. Let's just reconvene for another season and let's just like let's not do this, okay? Crystal is pretty. Yeah, but so are a lot of queens, okay? And they're not on drag race. There are there's lots of pretty queens out there. Do they deserve to be on drag race? And probably does Crystal? Mm, I don't think so. Um Teresa, the fuck? How is she on? Okay. Vanity being couture with the fucking rope hot glued. My six-year-old nephew can do that. I mean, this is a mess, y'all. Please, 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 please sound off in the comments on our Instagram. Let me know what you think. And if you'd like to throw shade with me and be my co-host or a special guest co-host, please message me. I am looking for someone to help me shade these queens and give them praises when they deserve it. So in the meantime, again, please make sure you give us a follow on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. Also, leave us a rating and review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Next week, the Queens will form two pop music girl groups with special guest judge, Baby Spice. Until next week, guys, stay shady. Runway. Bring it to the runway. Bring it to the runway. Bring it to the ring it to the category is category is backdoor barefoot butch queen. Category is bear claw realness. Category is high couture Broadway she. Category is butch queen nutcracker. Who's gonna crack that nut? Category is butch 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 queen first time in drag. Category is butch queen up in drag. Category is Linebacker. <laughs> 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 <laughs>